0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the
1: Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 24th, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Apologize for not having an episode out yesterday, as you can probably tell by my lack of energy here. Uh, I am not feeling hundred percent. i'm I'm feeling a little little under the weather right now. Uh, so I'm gonna try and make this episode fairly quick. We're not gonna uh, talk too much. I'm gonna play uh, the press conference from Frank Vogel and have a few comments about that as well as recap tonight's game against this or tonight's loss to the Sacramento Kings. You can of course follow me on Twitter at Philiprr underscore OMD and you can find the podcast. You can listen to older episodes where I'm a little more energetic and I've had my vitamin C. Um, on the Locked On Magic iTunes feed, as well as on Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places that you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Let's dive right into this game, uh, or right into this uh, into this uh, 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 game that happened on Tuesday night. The Orlando Magic fall to the Sacramento Kings, one hundred five to ninety-nine, in a game that Frank Vogel put it best was disappointing uh, in in almost not every way, but it was very disappointing considering how well the team has played the last week and really how much Vogel had said to the media to be on guard, that the Magic cannot overlook this team, cannot overlook any team. And it was something that several players said after the game as well. Alfred Payton, and I'll play this clip here in a moment, Alfred Payton said, this is not a team that we can look over. We, we can't afford to overlook anybody. And yet it seemed like the Magic did overlook the Sacramento Kings in a lot of ways. This was a sloppy game. Orlando turned the ball over uh, 17 times in the game, including seven from Aaron Gordon, he had five in the first half as he really struggled to. Uh, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, really struggled to get himself going, and really those turnovers were a symptom of a much deeper problem with the team. Uh, Sacramento, uh, a very poor defensive team, a very poor offensive team. Did a very good job breaking down the Magic's defense and did a very good job forcing the Magic offense into a lot of one-on-one situations. That was something that Frank Vogel said in his post-game press conference that was among the most disappointing things because throughout the season, really throughout the last two years, Frank Vogel has said... We have to trust the pass. We we don't have players good enough to break anyone down one-on-one, and that's absolutely true. The Magic do not have the great one-on-one player. They need to pass the ball. They need to share it. They need to keep moving, and they need to, ha- they need to play with a lot of togetherness and a lot of motion uh, if they want to win, even against a team like the Kings. And there were moments that they did that against Sacramento. In fact, I would argue Orlando controlled most of this game. They had as much as an 11-point lead. The Kings led by as much as 8 early on, but the Magic really... Um, Actually, the eight-point lead came at the very end, Orlando scoring on a bucket, um, uh, really at the buzzer where where Sacramento conceded a layup to, uh, to, I think it was Shelvin Mack. Um, But Orlando overall, um, they were in control of this game, and it felt like we were waiting on Orlando to pull away, and it just never came. At the end of the day, the end of the game, Orlando shot six for 30 from the floor in the fourth quarter, missed one of their seven three-pointers, I believe, in the fourth quarter, Really struggled to create good shots, only two assists on six field goal makes, and that's really indicative of both why the Magic need to pass the ball more, and how little the Magic were passing to get good shots, um, and eventually Sacramento was able to overtake Orlando behind largely this, the great play from Garrett Temple. Temple scored a career high 34 points including 19 in the fourth quarter and 17 straight at one point. Orlando's defense was just lax on him in the fourth quarter. Um they gave up open space, they gave up open uh open lanes for him. They never made him uncomfortable from beyond the arc and he made them pay cuz Garrett I mean Garrett Temple for what he is, he will make teams pay for leaving him open. And so the Magic left him open and he made him pay and 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 he had a difficult shot with about a minute to play. Overall for Payton, the one time they actually defended him well, confidence was already there, and and the Magic uh, gave up the the lead at that point.
2: Uh, super frustrating. Uh, when you talk about uh, something going on for I like, do four years now, and, you know just how much work you put in, in off season and in practice uh, to come out and you know pretty much get the same result. What uh, you're looking at like four years now is uh, pretty disappointing, honestly. Awesome.
1: You can sense the frustration there for Magic Point Guard Alfred Payton as the Magic again fall to the Sacramento Kings one hundred five to ninety nine in a difficult loss, a game that the Magic should have won. A game where the Magic should have built their built their momentum and, and, and had their first winning streak since November. But a game they drop um, in, in an important and I guess an important battle at the bottom of the standings. The Magic now tied with the Kings for the worst record in the NBA.
3: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up
1: Let's run through the stats real fast. Um, Orlando is led by Alfred, or led by Evan Fournier, 12 of his 22 points in the first quarter, 7 for 17 shooting, 2 for 10 from beyond the arc. An um, uh, okay game for Evan, missed a lot of shots in the fourth quarter. Really, um, the, 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 the infection of trying to go by yourself took him over in the fourth quarter as well. He really struggled to make good shot choices and then, of course, to make his shots. 2 for 10 shooting from beyond the arc says it all there. Uh, Alfred Payton has 21 points, 9 for 14 shooting, 7 assists, 7 rebounds, a really solid game for Alfred Payton overall offensively, but late in the game he had two turnovers in the fourth quarter as Orlando was trying to hold on to their lead and get back into the game and get back into the lead, and then he had the primary responsibility on Garrett Temple in the fourth quarter, And, and yeah, the Magic threw different guys at him, but... Payton was too often digging into the lane, trying to trying to get to the ball, um, get you know stop help drive, stop, stop drives, and left Garrett Temple wide open. And um, after Temple made the first three, um, you know maybe you don't do that. Temple was four for seven from beyond the arc for the game, fourteen for seventeen uh, for the game as a whole. Uh, after the first one, uh, after the first one, maybe you, you hang a little bit closer. You don't dig in as much. Um, trust some of your help defense instead. Peyton was was wandering a little too much and just out of position to challenge and and make Temple uncomfortable. So disappointing end to that game. Aaron Gordon, 16 points, six for 17 shooting, two for seven from beyond the arc, 12 rebounds, seven turnovers for Aaron. Um, the biggest culprit of trying to do things on his own a little too much. Um, I thought that he was really trying to force play. Uh, five turnovers in the first first half really says it all. Drew a couple, uh, got called for a couple charges um, as he was really just wildly going into the lane. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein and, and Scott LeBissier gave him problems with their length. And their defense, and, and you know, Aaron said he was telegraphing his moves and his passes a little too much. But really, I just think the ball wasn't moving, and and Aaron wasn't moving, and he was trying to do too much on his own, which is which is a big problem for Aaron right now. It's again, I've said this before. I think it's okay for him to explore it. He's got to find the right time to do these moves, when to when to make these um, forays into the into the paint and into the into the um, basket. And and right now, it's it's not working well for him. Jonathan Simmons scored all 14 of his points in third quarter, five for nine shooting three for five from beyond the arc. Simmons is playing a lot better of late, making shots a little bit more, um, and, and playing uh, a lot better, a lot more efficient, um, getting to the basket, getting to the foul line, although he only got one free throw in this game. Um, and, and just being a little more selective with his shots and his drives. I mean, he still had some wild drives in this game, but overall I thought he was very, very good. Vogel lamented not getting him more involved, um, earlier in the game uh, or later in the game in in the fourth quarter. Uh, So a a difficult, difficult, um, just kind of difficult because the Kings just really did a good job switching um, in the fourth quarter, really making the Magic's offense stagnant and they couldn't figure out how how to get past it, how to get the player movement and the ball movement that they would need to pull out this victory. The Magic shoot 43.4% from the floor, 11 for 31 from beyond the arc, 16 for 19 from the foul line. Again, 17 turnovers lead to 22 Kings points. Orlando leads by as much as 11 in this game, gives up that lead, um, really had the lead for most of the game, gave it up late in the fourth quarter, and Sacramento was able to execute down the stretch and find a way to win the game. So a frustrating loss for Orlando, one that they definitely feel like they left on the board and one that uh, they'll probably be regretting um, come... uh, Come whenever, I mean, obviously the season's kind of gotten lost a little bit here, um, so it's been difficult, to say the least, uh, to to find silver linings, and and certainly a win today would have been a silver lining. It is Wednesday, and so I I have a, a, a great offer for you fantasy basketball fans, so please listen up. If you love fantasy basketball, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. It's daily fantasy basketball, but not like the other guys. On draft, you play real live snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long league. Here's how it works. It's a draft that lasts for just one night, and there's no management. You just set draft your lineup and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wires. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash. Draft start from just one dollar, so there's a draft for everyone. No salary caps, no complicated formulas, no worrying that, oh, this isn't a value buy. It's one person gets one player per league. One guy gets LeBron, one guy gets Steph Curry. None of that, none of that, you know, worrying about oh, this is a value guy. No one's gonna have him. If I pick him, he has a big game, I'm gonna win. No salary caps playing a real-life Snake Draft just like you play with your friends in a season-long league. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes. Or play right from your computer on Draft.com. Whatever you want. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code LOMAGIC. That's right. Play a real-money game for free just for using my promo code LOMAGIC on your first deposit on Draft.
0: In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
1: And this game for the Magic was disappointing on a number of levels. It, it felt like after last week when the Magic played the Wizards close, played the Cavs close, beat the Wolves, beat the Celtics. It felt like Orlando had turned a little bit of a corner, that Orlando was finding its footing. I think Frank Vogel even said you know, we, uh, or before the game today that the team needed to kind of learn how to play without Nikola Vucevic, and so it felt like they finally found their rhythm and found uh, what they need to do to win basketball games. And so this game was extremely disappointing because Orlando didn't do any of those things. They still had a chance to win, they still should have won, but they didn't do the things that they needed to do to, do to win. And the talk after the game was all about Frank Vogel's press conference. I'll play that in full in just a moment. Vogel was extremely frustrated calling in, calling out in, in his way the team's leadership and the team's uh, focus on the game plan and what they need to do. And And you could kind of tell frustration had really taken over him that this was a game that he was kind of at his wit's end. And, and you can tell by the short-clipped answers that he gives that... This, this wasn't just another loss to him and to the Magic. Frankly, leading into this game, you said you were concerned about letdown. It, do you feel like your team's attention to detail was where it needed to be, uh, especially under the
2: contact with floor? I do not.
0: And what does that come from? Is it just an inability to handle success? Or?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we guard against it. Uh, you know, respect your opponent. Um, got to bring the same intensity we brought in Boston, but we did not tonight. Frank, uh, Temple got 17 straight there in the fourth quarter. Um, did anybody you know, I, I know you must have singled him out to the, to the players no one took the uh, to lead to stop him? Not well enough. The guys are competing, but um, nobody could get it done. He scored on multiple guys and, uh, <clears throat> you know, you got you to cool a guy like that down. Credit him for having a great game.
1: What did you see from the team's offense in, in, the, in the fourth quarter? It seemed like the shots weren't
2: going down. But yeah, we got we got some good looks that, that we missed. Um, you know, they're switching, turning us into one-on-one players and we're not a one-on-one team. You know, we don't have guys that are, are going to go out there and go get their own shot. So, um, you know, that disrupted some of our rhythm. And, you know, we settled. We didn't, we didn't make great decisions in the fourth quarter either. Coach, at one point in the third quarter, Jonathan got
3: completely hot on uh, seventh last. Had 14 14 in the, the third quarter. Did you want him to still be more aggressive the way he was shooting the
2: ball well going into the fourth quarter? Because it seemed like he didn't really do much in the fourth quarter offensively. Yeah. Um, I definitely did want them to stay aggressive and, uh, you know, they, they brought more defensive help and turn them into a passer. So you got to make the right play. Team, team struggled with turnovers throughout,
1: especially especially Aaron. What did you see maybe schematically wrong or, or decision-making
2: wrong? We chose to play in traffic on that. Put our head down and drive into three guys.
1: did you see
2: this early on? I mean, it was kind of sloppy in the first half. Did you, you see this early in the night? First three, four minutes of the game, and I saw it at practice yesterday, quite frankly.
0: How do you correct that? How do you get the guys to correct
2: that? Well, if I knew, then we would have played played better tonight. Yeah, I mean, these guys... Frank, Did you
1: you see more leadership up and down the roster on, on nights like this and to prevent nights like this. Yeah, we need to see a lot more you know,
2: from guys leadership, uh, consistency in their play, toughness. We have to guard our own man. Okay. We have to guard our own man. Got to bring more to the defensive end. Very disappointed in the defensive performance.
1: A lot of what Vogel says in this press conference is, is nothing new. It's stuff that we've talked about on this show. The Magic are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Uh, we, we talk often about how the team needs to move the ball and, and can't rely on one-on-one players. They don't have the all-star player that can just take over a game and win it. Uh, that's that's not who they are. That's not their identity. That's not their offensive system. And so I think what what happened in this game was, was Vogel um, got frustrated. Uh, you, you, can, you can hear the frustration in his voice that the team just hasn't taken to heart some of the lessons. You know, they got a little fat and happy after one win over Boston that oh, Sacramento's coming into town. They're the worst team in the league. We can just roll them over. It's a back-to-back for them. They're on an 8-game losing streak. If anyone knows how desperate a team is on a long losing streak, it should be the Magic. The Magic have broken 2-9 game losing streaks against very good teams. That they play with desperation when that happens. But they didn't play with desperation in this game. They didn't play with urgency in this game. And they didn't play with precision and execution in this game. It was much of the same problems for the Magic that we've seen throughout this year and really throughout the past five years. Um, you know, Peyton talked about it earlier in the show that, you know, it's frustrating to, to see the same thing happen over and over again. But having said that, it's not about talk. Everyone in the locker room. Has their own reasons for why they didn't perform the way that they perf- wanted to perform. They all seem to be able to identify it. Um, you know, I th- uh, one of the things we talk about on the Orlando Magic Daily Slack is, you know, how, you know, sometimes you know Evan Fournier calls out Aaron Gordon a little bit for being selfish, but at the same time, Evan Fournier does it a little bit too, and um, it, it's definitely a, a, a problem that everyone can identify the problems, but they just can't fix it. And and we and what I think is most frustrating of all is we know how good this team can play. We've seen this team play at an incredibly high level, both from the beginning of the season and, and even Sunday and throughout the last week. The Magic can compete with any team in the league, just about. The question is, why don't they? And I think that's the frustration that's seeping it. This was an easy game. No offense to Sacramento. I gave them an a in my grades, they played with the right heart. They played with the right mentality. They never quit. They kept their rhythm, uh, and they, they won a game. They won the game. They came from behind to win this game. They took this game from the Magic, and the Magic let them have it with their poor play. Orlando has to stop these losses. That's, that's a huge growth point for this team. They have to grow out of these kinds of mistakes, these kinds of lapses of effort. If you lose and you play with great effort, so be it. That's fine. If you lose like this where there's a lack of execution, a lack of togetherness, you know, a lack of defensive intensity, that's not fine. In fact, that's that's really bad for this group and for this team. And that's something the magic continue to need to work on. And I think that's the frustration we saw Frank Vogel try to tease out and pull out a little bit after the game. Someone needs to step up and get this team back going the direction it needs to go. And it's tough to say Who can do it? Because all the key players on this roster have not experienced a winning culture or a winning franchise. And that's been one of the big problems for this team over the last several years. Whenever they experience a little bit of success, when the bottom drops out, when they hit some struggles, they're not able to get it back. And if there's ever a sign that the Magic are due for change, which we all anticipate will come whether it's February 8th or whether it's in July or June. The Magic are going to have to make some changes and change this culture very carefully, but very quickly. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. I'm sorry if uh, I'm a little hard to understand. Uh, today, uh, I'm, I'm still feeling a little under the weather. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to broadcast tomorrow. I may take tomorrow off just to make sure I get better. I just wanted to make sure I recap this game uh, and talk to you all. Uh, just to let you know that I'm okay and and that Locked On Magic is still going, um, but uh, I may take tomorrow off uh, just to continue to get better and get healthy. So I apologize for that, um, but uh, uh, you know we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I'll be feeling better tomorrow. Once again, the Orlando Magic fall to the Sacramento Kings, one hundred five to ninety nine. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can. You can uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as follow us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Our Ricky Skrika is doing some fantastic draft previews. Did a big one on Trey Young. Has some opinions in there that that you may or may not agree with, but still important things to consider as you watch Trey Young the rest of this year. Honestly, I I didn't get a chance to watch. Tuesday's game for Oklahoma. They beat Kansas, but it seemed like Young addressed a lot of the issues that uh that, Screeca, that Ricky had um, in his article. So give that a read on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. That's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening. Until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Reich. I will see you again for another episode of Locked on Magic.
3: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.